In this game, the object is for you to kill everything coming at you and to avoid being killed. And you will die. Welcome to the League of Casual Gamers podcast, your hardcore podcast for casual gaming. I am your host, Brian, and I am here with the money man, we call him Jay. What's up? And the man who was way too boosted for his own face, but we call him Brandon. Yo. How you doing, guys? Welcome to week three or level three of, the, three. of the podcast. What's going on this week? Yeah, I, feel like we, I feel like we've been doing this for a while now. Yes. We're now veteran podcasters, I'd say. <laughs> Season vets. Bold statement. Yeah. Time. I feel like uh, now we're we're in there. We got the 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 all the experience we need. It's almost like we've been just sitting up podcasting all night. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like that. <laughs> it, just feels, it just feels that way. Just all that like instant experience in the podcast. I, I love to come back week after week and uh, and purchase. I mean, and and, uh, and and do this podcast. I will say, spoiler alert: I did not purchase. The uh, the controller. Oh wow! Yeah, that probably last week you said you were gonna go home right there and do it. I did, I yeah. did. Yeah, so <laughs> you did say that. You did say that. Uh, I did not yet purchase the controller, but here's what I'm gonna do. I, well, I think we've been down this path before. No, no. I I told the I told the leaguers, I told our listeners that I'm going to. Put up all of the uh, the controllers online for everyone to view, and I'm going to do that. Sure. And and then let them vote, and then I, we will go from there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what happens? What happens if you get Story. something? I'm just going to throw a number out there. What happens if you get like two votes? Right. <laughs> then what do you do? I will majority rules. Oh, okay. Oh, oh is that a split vote? <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> so we will uh, we will see what happens there. But I just want I just want our listeners to know those who are out there rooting for me, sure, fighting for my new controller every day, as as I'm sure they are. Uh, I will not disappoint you. I vow that I will not let you down. Their disappointment has already been felt. My new controller is on the way. Unfortunately. And I promise you here today that the new controller will be had and you will be proud. I remember I remember this vigor in the last episode. You will be proud. You promised me free lunch. Of, on Tuesday. of the controller <laughs> that I will purchase. Exciting. Very exciting. I, we're going to be waiting with bated breath until next week when you tell us, oh, unfortunately I did not purchase the controller. Oh. For, for those who want to be involved, you can always follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LCG Pod. You can check out all my new controller images at Facebook on League of Casual sure. Gamers. <laughs> and if you love what we're doing here, if you want to support us, please, please, please support us at our Patreon at League of Casual Gamers. Give us a dollar. Don't uh, care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it must be getting late in the not, day. He's not sure. <laughs> He's not sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> but if they do nothing else, you can find us on all podcast platforms. And please, please, please make sure you what, me Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And please always give us that fifth, fifth star. star. And a dollar.
So we got a great, we got a great show for you today. Now you want to get in on that? God damn. We got a great show for you today. Um, they lay in a dollar short. Uh-huh. Where's the applause? Where's the applause? I, I set you I'm up. Pretty, no, he said, no one else. Just thought you want I, money. I brought myself up on myself up on my bootstraps. I paved the way. I bootstrap move. I paved the way. Cultivated comedy gold. You know, great comics are not a Thank you. I paid the way for that. You know bit. what? You're right, Jay. I'm not appreciating. I, I paid the way for that bit, and now you just trampled <laughs> the bootstrap move. That's okay. We got a great show for you today. We have, as always, in your level three episode, our pick up and play game of the month. The month that the game that you can pick up and play right now. Oh. Missed the pre-show meeting, so I'm excited for that. Exactly. Uh, The game saver, games tip and trick of the month. The tip and or trick that we're going to get you to get the best value out of your video game. How many people are still journaling their uh, (laughs) games? That is a mood shot. That's I hate you. I hate you both. That's a great tip. It's a great tip. You know what? I'm waiting for my leaguer to email me or hit me on Twitter at LCGPod and tell me that he and or she is uh, journaling all of their video games sure. having a great time. Make sure you send screenshots. <laughs> and I want fi- proof. And finally, this week we're going to talk about what we are playing or maybe what we're not playing. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler mm. alert. Yeah, that's I'm thinking. That's, that's, that's a foreshadowing? Stay tuned. Ooh. Yeah, yeah right there. That's I might have to skip forward 15 Ooh, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that, you guys, is called a Class A teaser. Oh, okay. All right. God damn you. I almost nunchucked you. You don't even realize. All right. Let's uh, get get into our first segment, Pick Up and Play Game of the Month. Uh, this month's Pick Up and Play game is Odd World, New and Tasty, Abe's Odyssey. Now, Odd World is a game from our childhood. I mean, this is... I mean... I World couldn't get more nostalgic than almost anything. I mean, we I remember sitting in Jay's basement PlayStation as, as kids, two. PlayStation two, right? PlayStation. Uh I believe it was place it was PlayStation. PlayStation. And we had Oddworld Abe's Odyssey and Oddworld Abe's Exodus. And fun fact, mm-hmm. Abe's Exodus came on two discs at the time. I think Odyssey did too. I think I remember them both being a multi disc. PlayStation 2 was so famous for the double disc game. This was PlayStation 1. Yeah, PlayStation 1. Yeah, we had it on PlayStation 1. Yeah. And I remember the best games always came on multiple discs. That was some Final Fantasy shit back then. I'll never forget. We we did. we were up late one night playing Oddworld, and we got so excited that we knocked the PlayStation on the floor. We knocked the PlayStation on the floor. I can't tell you how vivid <laughs> that memory is. Oh, I remember that very night. Yeah. I was like, what? It was like. That was so tragic. Our childhood dreams what? came to a halt. <laughs> I mean, that can't be any less than 20 years ago. And I remember oh. it like it was yesterday. Yeah. We knocked it right on the floor. Yeah. Right? And we're in that little guest room over at y'all's house. And we knocked it on the floor. And I think it fell down, you know, top down. So the memory card hit first. And I don't remember it. 
I actually think we did damage the. I, I can't remember. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I remember. All I remember being upset. Yeah. yeah. I remember hitting the floor and I'm just thinking, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, fuck uh, the game. The whole goddamn system uh, is fucked. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, blew it I mean, time, I'm pretty sure it jammed the memory cards clean up into that bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my but God. Besides that, great game. <laughs> I mean, how many hours did we spend just like trying to get through those levels? You know why? Because I think it was probably our first real puzzle game that we played together, like platform yeah, sure, puzzle game. Sure. Yeah. And it was so memorable because for one, it was like this R-rated, like gory, like you know, grotesque thing. Yeah, yeah it, was, it like, was. He died some horrific death. Horrific yeah. death. So it was like totally our. I mean, teenage boys love that stuff. So Less it was like totally teenage. up our yeah. up our alley at the time. And I remember also like it had it was the first game where you had no lives. Like the the, the whole hook was no saving, no lives. You yeah. have to do it all in one. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh man, this is crazy. I got to do it all in one yeah. shot or else I'm, I'm well, cooked. The, the, the second one had a, had a quick save function, right? The second one had a quick save. Yeah. Which made it so much fun because you could try. Quick like, save became the thing to do. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember, remember the quick save. You, the whole thing was like, all right, we're, coming, quick to save, a, quick we're save. coming to a specific part. Yeah. Quick save. Quick and then save. like, yeah. you have to try it a hundred different ways yeah. to get through obstacles. Yeah. Oh, and for those of people... I maybe we should we should rewind. You want to backtrack and tell the listeners what what Oddworld is? Oddworld <laughs> is yeah. So Oddworld is a chime in any, any time you want, Jay. But Oddworld is a platformer where basically you're uh, a race called a Mudokin, and they're being exploited as slave labor in um, basically in a factory where what you basic what you essentially find out is that they're. You, it sounds terrible. They're using mudokins and selling them as as meat and meat and pies. Bread, and yeah. Meat pies. Yeah. yeah, they're grinding them up in meat pies and selling them. Yes, and they're making a huge profit off of it. And them. the mudokins are basically helping them do this. Yes, and the mudokins are working in the very factory that that is creating meat pies that is made of them. So it, it's a it's a it's a weird fucked up Willy Wonka situation. But I mean. The game was fun, and so you're Abe, and Abe is ex is trying to help all the Mudokins escape from the factory. He's an ex employee that has come back to try and free the Mudokins from the yeah. And so he's trying to free the Mudokins from Factory J. You like you got something to say? Yeah. Well, so yeah, you the 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 whole premise of the story is you touched on it, but it's these aliens have come in and have built this factory. And their profits are starting to drop. Right. They're selling these products based on this meat product. And yeah. And their profits are dropping. And then the meat product is based on the, the wildland creatures out in the world. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's and, true. and the pro- all of a sudden, the, the, the profit's starting to drop. It's like, we need to do We need to do a thing. We got we to gotta hook them on something else. And they decide to start switching to the Mudakins, which are the local kind of... You indigenous know, people. Indigenous, higher... <laughs> You know, uh, intellects. Yeah, they're they're an intelligent uh, life. Yes, and uh, and so Abe, the main character, works in the factory that made the meat and, and other pies made off of the other animals. And yeah, the pies were originally. He's made actually off the like the, the janitor. He's the janitor of one of the janitors in the factory. Like yeah. all the Dawkins are yeah. really. But he stumbles into like a boardroom right. meeting yes, one day. That's right, and he sees he's at the grand plan. Right, and he says, "Oh crap, they're." They're planning on switching over to Mudokins. Like, oh my god, I gotta get out of here. They're gonna kill us all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he decides to escape and get as many of his friends as possible to escape. And that's the first game. Yeah. And and the game is fun because 
they actively track how many Mudokens you well, see. Well, so with the premise of the game, to be clear, is that you have to escape while getting as many Mudokens out as possible. Right. And it actively tracks, A, how many times you die, but B, more specifically and more importantly, how many Mudokens you save in the process. Right. Which is the really fun part about the game. Right. I think there are only 100 in the game. In the original game, yes, there's only 100. Yeah. And the newest one that we're talking about here today, um, which is a remake of the, the first two games matched together, uh, there's hundreds of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there several, are several, yeah. And, again, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the real hope of the game is to get a perfect score. To save every Mudokens. Yeah, because it, it it tracks how many Mudokens you kill now. Right. Because you don't you don't have to save every Mudokens right. to, to beat the game. Yeah, actually, yeah. you don't have to save any Mudokens. Um, you don't have to save any? No, I don't You don't have to save... You can get... You, you... Well, I don't think you can beat the game without saving any. Right. I think you're forced to save Yeah, save I think some you, levels but, require you to save Mudokens. You, yeah. you, you, you can choose to save them all or yeah, not. Yeah, and you can, you can go back and obviously replay levels if you don't... And um, their Mudokens hidden... Everywhere yeah. in this in the in the oh. new one, I remember I remember Jay and I were playing yeah. when it first dropped, and I, I would call Jay and be like, "I saved fifty Mudokens. and you know we'd be around the same point in the game, and he'd be like, "Well, I've saved sixty five, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Where did you find them?" He's like, "Yeah, you got to go here and go there. Like they're hidden all over the place. They're like so. hidden in the smokestack. Yeah. So this this version or off screen somewhere. Yeah, they're hidden off screen all the time, and so this version of the game. It, it not only challenges you to, ch to try and save the Mudokens that are visible, but to go throughout the factory looking for Mudokens. Yeah. Um, but the other cool thing about this game is that it's a platformer to a certain extent. Yes. Right. It's, it's a... To it's, every extent. It's a, it's a two and a half D platformer, which means they have some 3D elements, but um, for all intent and purposes, you're going up and down and left and right, right? Yeah. It's up, down, left, right. And there's, uh, some, there's some call and response... Yeah, 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 yeah. But but that's it. There's but it's, it's essentially a puzzle game in the sense that like you have to, you know, you have to solve how to safely get these Mudokens and yourself so, through through these levels, right? Through uh, through basically an obstacle course, through dangerous things where they can die, you can die, and you're essentially using two or three buttons the whole time. Yeah. So you know, you're going forward, you're going back, and you're jumping. You so know to I mean? to that point, to that point, can. Tell the listeners or the, the, the leaguers why this is a pick-up-and-play game. Uh, I mean, the, for, for, <coughs> first and Excuse foremost, I think Sorry. the one thing you're constantly going to hear is harp on is, is simplicity of controls break down barriers to play. It's mm. incredibly simple. Yes. You know, and, and when we're going to keep we're going to keep hammering this home, but... You know, when you're constantly forced to to keep up with muscle memory, to to keep up with compact um, combat strategies, to remember storylines, um, and to remember complex RPG menus when you're or or, or um, level up trees or to level up your character, those are the things that slow you down from picking up a game that you've been away from for two, three, four weeks. Mm -hmm. Whereas some of these, these games that we're, we're suggesting that you can pick up and play is just that. Like, if you've been away from it for a long time, you can pick up and play and, and, and be confident that it's something you can jump right back into and have a fun time without spending your first 30 minutes getting, a hand, getting your handle back. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, the thing about Oddworld is that the character has no, there's no attacking. It's all just like, it's a thinking game. Right. Like, yeah, it's a thinking that's game. all it is. Exactly. You know, so it's a, 
it's just it's it's built in a way for you to easily jump into. Um, the hardest part about it would be remembering where you are, <laughs> like what part of the story you're in, but. It almost doesn't matter. No, yeah. it doesn't. I, I, I can speak from personal experience. Uh, I bought um, uh, Oddworld when it first came out, and I think it dropped on like 2015, 2016. I played it for a couple of months, put it down, and then didn't come back to it until um, probably about a month or two ago. I think on I think in last month's podcast, I mentioned that I started playing Oddworld, you know, that I wanted to start playing Oddworld again, and I did. And um, I literally just picked up where I left off, yeah. you know, like... He moves left and right. He can jump. Um, he can whistle and fart. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's and oh, and throw rocks. And that's about it. There's not a really a whole lot to do. Um, what you the whole game is based upon solving the puzzle that's in front of you at the time, and that's really cool. It lends itself to having a lot of fun in a short period of time. I was able to start it up really quickly. Start playing. I got hooked on it for a couple of weeks. Put it back down uh, because you know it's a lot and it's a puzzle and you know I, I with puzzles I come in and out I, I go back and forth so you know I played it for a while and uh, you know every time I talk about it I'm like oh I gotta go play Oddworld again but you know I'm trying to beat other games like The Last of Us and God of War yeah I'm thinking about turning it on tomorrow and I think I think what this game also has going for itself is that the the story is interesting too you know it, it's a heavy topic to think be thinking about. Slave labor being used in meat pies, but the fact is, it's 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 a cartoon. It's a fantastical world, um, and you you can you. <laughs> it sounds worth saying it out loud because the fact is, the game does not take itself too seriously. Mm. There's a lot of comedic value in the game, mm-hmm. um, Super funny. you know, and there, it builds nice. tension at times because they're in 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 during your escape. But for the most part, it's a it's a funny, lighthearted game. Despite kind of it, it, its roots in it, as well as being simple, what you find is that you you're interested in the story itself, and its story is pretty straightforward. It's, it's so hilarious when you roll up to a landmine and you gotta it's yeah. like red green, yeah. and you gotta tap it on green. How many times do you tap it on red? It just blow, blows up, blow Abe up, yeah. And he dude, blows up into a million pieces. How many times I've died? <laughs> and it, like think... it never gets old yeah. watching a mudaka explode or get grinded into pieces. It's, it's painful. <laughs> you're like, you, sorry. You're running around with like ten mudakins behind you, and you go and jump over something and don't tell them to stop. And they all like because in the old game, the mudakins are blind. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're blind. Yeah. Well, some of them were, but some of them were. And well, so if you didn't yeah. tell them to stop. They just like run off a cliff and, and all or run into a meat grinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's one of those games where you just you appreciate the creativity. A yeah, bit, you know oh, man. how they handle the characters and how you again you can't attack anybody, so you're always forced to verbally communicate with the other characters. Yeah, you have to outwit, or you can like possess certain things or items. You know, you have to really outwit. I think the only thing you can really do is like. Throw. You can throw rocks. Stuff, like throw rocks and like meat. And yeah, it. you can throw rocks and meat. Yeah. And the meat, it. the meat to control the dogs, and you don't even always have that on you. Right. You'll get to a certain level, and there'll be like a, a little bag of meat there. So you're like, all right, I know I have yeah. meat. Here. <laughs> you know, like it's 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 literally that simple, guys. But it is a ton of fun. I wish it came out on mobile. Like, uh, yeah. That would be really cool. It like, seems like a perfect game for mobile. Is too. it out on mobile? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, they probably have some shitty 
mobile version that's no good yeah, and terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So that's but it's, it's definitely a game that I'll be getting back into this week because I was just looking for something I could I could pick up on my Xbox. My second Xbox. I super I super recommend it. Yeah. It's, it's fun to play. Um, I will say that if you are looking for an Oddworld game and you run across something called Oddworld Munchies Odyssey, uh, don't do not, buy it. Do not buy it. It is it is a it is from the Oddworld, I guess line, but it's it is terrible. not. It's nothing close to what we have just described. It's terrible. What's the one that came out for the three sixty? Where you were a hunt, you're a bounty hunter. Stranger's Wrath. Oh my God! Stranger's so, Wrath, and let me tell you, I bought it. Oh yeah, I, I, I had a lot of fun I'm with that game. Played Stranger's I played Stranger's Wrath. I bought it recently. Okay, so it is on mobile. It's four ninety nine. Oh my! Oh, and it looks beautiful. Yeah, I, I, might, I might buy it tomorrow. I'll I'll buy play it on it. I might buy it tomorrow. I have it on Xbox, so I'm not gonna buy it on mobile. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. I still might buy it. Um, it's beautiful. <laughs> it looks beautiful on mobile. Stranger's Wrath. So wait, Munchie's Odyssey, no, was not bad. No, Munchie's Odyssey's not bad. It's Stranger's Wrath that's bad. I like no, Stranger Munchie's no, Odyssey. Munchie's Odyssey. Odyssey is the thing with the one, one foot. foot. Yeah. I, hate, I that was hated terrible. that. Stranger's Wrath was good. Yeah. That was the mole's ass. You were a bounty hunter going around hunting uh, these guys from the big corporations. I recently replayed. Yeah, mole's replay. ass. I think I did buy I actually purchased it. And I hated it. I was like, this, it looks really? and feels, it feels, now it just feels yeah. every bit of old. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, no. Oh, <laughs> it was like, you're, de- you're destroying my memory of this game. I had so much fun playing yeah. this game. Now I remember what Munchies Odyssey Munchies Odyssey was the fully 3D version of Oddworld. Yeah, it came out for an Xbox. I did like that. And I hated every second of it. I was oh, like, this is terrible. I love it. I can't play game. as Abe all the time. Like, I was like, this is terrible. Yeah, this is the fully 3D version. It looks like, um, it looks like Grinch. Yeah. Remember how the Grinch stole Christmas? Yeah, I can't do it. On, on uh, Dreamcast? Yeah, no thank you. But anyway, anyway, Stranger's Wrath was fun, and that is actually worth remaking. Like if you're gonna, you remake, like Stranger's Wrath? Oh, oh, I yeah. love Stranger's. Oh Wrath. yeah, if you're gonna remake any of them, do Stranger's Wrath. Yeah, like that was that was worth that was worth it to me, and it 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 works because it combines it's a western mixed with first person shooter mixed with kind of action adventure. Mixed with odd world weirdness. Yeah. You know, you're it, not it, all that's true. He the character is literally the complete opposite of Abe. He's not defenseless. He is, yeah. You know, he's, he's not He's fully defenseless. He's not looking to save a bunch of people, you know, out of good he's making money off of it. It's like well, there's a noble there is a noble reason why he's doing it, but it was just really well done. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a different ver- Was there a sequel to that one? Yeah. No. No. Uh, to, to get back on track, um, Odd, Odd World is a great pick-up-and-play game for all the reasons we described. Um, but the last reason is that it is it is the, the great wrap-up or uh, a great telling of the entire story in anticipation of the Odd World game that is coming out in 2020, Odd World Soulstorm, mm-hmm. which we are all really excited about, largely for all the reasons that we're, we've been really excited about. Uh, the the past Odd Worlds Odd World Soulstorm is continues with the platformer two and a half two point nine D type game um, the the puzzle solving the the Mudokin saving Odd World that we know and love just on the next gen console if you if you're interested in that if you're like yo that sounds really great I want to be in on the next generation of Odd World 
playing New Tasty, the, the remake here, uh, is going to be a great way to, to familiarize yourself with the story before the new game drops in 2020. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Getting into New and Tasty is a great way to feel like you're getting in on the ground floor of a of a franchise that, that's that's storied and been around for a while wow, here. Yeah. You know, and it, it one of the one of the great things about playing video games is is really getting into a franchise, following it, playing all the good and bad iterations of it, but just understanding ins and outs of uh, the full breadth of a story and, and what a developer is trying is trying to put out there, mm. and Outworld is just as great of a franchise to get into as anything else. You know, we see, you know, the final something like Final Fantasy out here. None of us are ever going to get into Final mm. Fantasy. The the story is way too deep and complex at this point. I still got to beat that. I'm There's been Xbox. over a dozen iterations of the standard <laughs> no, game don't plus mobile and smaller platform sword. games, and so this is a this is a this is a strong franchise that's had some great games, had some dud games, but it's fun, it's interesting, it's not super deep, and you can play Munchie's Odyssey. I mean, you can play New and Tasty Abe's Odyssey. You can learn about these characters. You can learn the story. And then in 2020, when they put out this new game, you have another game that you can go out and confidently get that you know you'll be interested in. And you know that it's something that, that that's going to be an easy play for you. Yeah. So this, this to me, checks a ton of boxes when you're talking about Pick putting, putting, yeah, putting something in a library that's going to last you a long time, building a relationship with a franchise that, that you think you can, um, that you think you can stick with down the road, um, and, and having a, another interest outside of, um, some of the stuff that's already in your library. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, with that, we will move on. So we totally recommend Oddworld New and Tasty. Um, and we will move on to our next segment, the official LCG Pod Game Saver Tip and Trick Ooh. of the Month. Tips and tricks. Yeah, this is why people listen to the pod mm, right here. Listen, Jay. <laughs> listen. Brandon, you want to kick us off of our our, uh, our our tip for the month of September? Yeah, this is this is pretty dear to my heart, Jay. Mm. Uh, so I had last month's tip. I don't want to be set up to always be the. I had last month's tip, the Jay. naysayer on and the tips and tricks. Sure. It was the it was the game journal. Sure, Brian and, had the game journal. And, and, you, had, and really, you, had, you had no fan support. I, I checked the records. There's nobody supporting you. Yeah. And I felt really good about that. So uh-huh. I just Jay, I just want you to kind of weigh in here. Oh, I'm gonna weigh. On who has a better on who has a better tip? But Brandon, please. Sure. Introduce us to your official LCG Pod game yeah. tip of the month. So this month we're going with. Um, Playing games that are not online, and, and in, I don't in 2019. Yeah, right. In 2019, I'm saying, I'm saying don't play games online when everything is online. No, but I think, and I don't mean don't play multiplayer games or or don't um, play you know these battle royale games. Even though I would recommend not to play battle royale games, <laughs> but no, what I'm talking about on games that aren't played online is how the how your system understands the game. So. Um, there's there's two types of way that a system accesses the game. Mm. If either the information is on a disc or it's downloaded to your hard drive 
or the information is being pulled from a server. And when that information is being pulled from a server, that means you constantly have to be linked to Wi-Fi or internet connection during your gameplay um, and while that while that game is operating. Um, so what I'm saying is to play games that are stored locally on your system. And what this does is that this allows you to bypass some of these barriers to accessing your game. And because when you play a game that's primary that's primarily held on a server, you always have to wait for that game to boot up. The boot up time is so much longer for right. that game. Right. Um, so I, just to pull an example, a game like Fallout 76, which is a massive online multiplayer game, every time I turn that game on to log in, from the second I cut my, my system on to when I finally get to have my character moving around, it's anywhere from five, eight, ten minutes. Even. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to cut the game on, the system has to cut on, the game has to boot up, and then you have to get on the server, find a map, and, and be and your character has to be up, and all your information has to be uploaded onto that map. When the game is being held locally on your on your system or on a disc, all those barriers are, are gone. You turn as soon as you cut on the game, a lot of times the, the game is already running in the background, and all you got to do is, is start playing. Right now, I'm playing last of us the remastered version for the ps4 and ps4 always keeps that game running in the background and so as fast as i can turn on as fast as my system can boot up is as fast as i can play that game and playstation boots up quick it boots up extremely quickly so we're talking about a game like fallout that could take you know over five to eight minutes to boot up which doesn't sound long but becomes a, a pretty significant barrier to you reaching your game or a game like last of us where Literally less than 10 seconds from me thinking I'm, I want to play a video game. I could be playing a game. Um, and so here with, with LCG, a lot of what I'm always stumping is to break down the barriers between you and your actual playtime. And there's a lot of things that go into that. But our, my tip this week is to find, find a game that's stored locally. It's not stored on online or, or on a server or on a developer server because that's going to break down that time between you deciding you want to play a game and you actually playing that game. Yeah, I, I mean, how many times have I thought about playing Fallout and said, ugh, I just don't feel like waiting for that game to boot up. Right. You know, like that is probably the most frustrating thing to me about these types of games and when I know, like, I, I'm playing Last of Us right now, I put down Last of Us for two weeks. I literally tried to play played it today and picked up exactly where I left off. Yeah. Like, the game is always running in the background. It never goes away unless I switch to a new game right. or totally cut off my PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you if you unplug your PlayStation or take it off, you know, yeah. a, a tower down, then yes, it will go away. But, but if you keep your system in rest mode, yeah, then it and, always and up. and the Xbox Xbox One is always in rest mode. Yeah, unless you unplug it, remove the power, the the system is always running app applications in the background, even when it's quote unquote turned off. Yeah. So if your game is stored locally on your Xbox, um, it's always and you've played that game then that game is always going to be up and running and it's as easy as clicking a button to to be playing to to, to access that game and be playing it um, and and having and knowing that it's going to bring you to that game a little bit easier than knowing that you got to wait for that game to boot up before you're ever going to play what you got that look in your face like you 
Well, and you're stroking your beard, which is... I... <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. Oh, well, that's an opening statement. Woo! Uh, All right, so, guys, that was a good pod. Great, great podcast, great guys. Pod. We're going to wrap you. Just catch us on LCG Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Right. <laughs> Fifth star. <laughs> Give us a dollar. That was me. That was me doing you. Shut up. <laughs> Two problems. Please. First... How do you know if a game is an online game or not at the time of purchase? Oh, I mean, that's called that's called research. You can do you can do your research. That's called that listening out. to the pod. And, and like I, I've been, I've bought games, most um, single player action RPGs are going to be locally stored. You know, so if you think about games like uh, Uncharted, uh, Last of Us, Odd World. So for all of our listeners out there, our pick up and play game of the week yeah. is uh, is a locally stored game. So you can pause Oddworld anytime and come back to it anytime. Right. The problem we're running into is now games are getting so big that they can't that all the information can't be stored on a single disc. And so a game like Tomb Raider, the latest iterate the Tomb Raider three, the latest one that just came out last year. The issue with that game, even though it, it has virtually no multiplayer function online, is that the game was so big that every time you stuck the disc in, in order to access the game, it had to access a server to pull down the pull. Down and I'll argue that's a developer's choice because Red Dead Redemption is bigger. Right. And that's true. It's it's all locally stored. And it came in two disc, too. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. I bought Red Dead Redemption. Um, oh, you downloaded it. Yeah, Redemption. if you had a hard copy. It, it had multiple discs to, to download it onto oh, the system. They, they, but they specifically wanted it to be... Oh, I didn't yeah. know it had two discs. Yeah. Did this you buy your... The newest you, version? Did you buy your digital? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, both, we both bought our digital. Oh, okay, yeah. I had a, I had a hard copy. And so you had, a, you had an info disc, which was most of the game, and then you had a disc that you used to play. Mm-hmm. But it, it keeps everything local. The second problem... Sure. <laughs> is... Because we had that first problem wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> the second problem is that I think you're, as great as this sounds, you're, it's, it's almost like a lost cause. Because everything is going to be online going forward. Like, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Even the games we play on our, we were talking about Mario in another episode. Can't play that without getting on downloading whatever you need. Download online, accessing their servers. Sure. You, you're the, um... Any games we talk about now, minus, let's just say God of War, for example, does has no online requirement at all. Maybe to update the file or whatever yeah, and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. But every game coming out going forward is always going to have some type of online component. Whether it's essential or not, yeah, it's arguable. Right. But... I and one of the reasons I liked God of War is because I had no online obligation at all. Right. Like I thought that was the best part. I, I like, agree. I don't have to sign in anything. No, I can just no. go in and just play and enjoy the game, yeah. the narrative. That's, There's so much value to that. And I and I agree. It's like retro. Moving forward, it, it, it is gonna be harder and harder to see companies continue to have a game a full game sit locally. And and that's because games are so big. Like I said, Red Dead had to be downloaded in two discs. I mean, you haven't seen a multi-disc game in a long, long time, time in this day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's so hard to believe that they're going to continue doing this. But my thing is, if you can find those games that you like that, that are held locally, then that's going to be a superior method to playing, particularly if you don't play often. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what, like you talk about mobile games. 
like one of the things that that stopped me from when we talk about Mario Run all the time. One of the things that stopped me from playing Mario Run is that when you click on that app application, it was forever Ever. for that game to yeah, it takes up. forever to get into it it takes forever and like by the time the game comes up I'm like effort I don't want to play this anymore yeah you know plus like I mean? with mobile games you don't always have a ton of time yeah like, you just want to pull something up and play, play for like for 20, minutes yeah yeah and you gotta burn five minutes just to get into the game right problem. I'm sitting here pumping gas I, I need something to pull up in the next literally two seconds yeah that's true and so it, it's that's so true I, I think I do think develop because developers do talk about this all the time about how quickly you can access their game, um, and so I don't. Maybe it's not going out the window as fast as we think. Because I mean, like you said, the game of the year last year, God of War, was also was all stored locally. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it, it, it's. I know it's a feature that developers are keeping in their mind. We're constantly hearing them say, talk about the speed to access games and ability to access games quickly, um, and so. And I think they're cognizant of these things. So to me, if all things equal, if you if you like a game that, that can be fully stored on a disc and you don't have to worry about uploading to a server, then those are going to be, uh, for me, for the casual gamer, I think that those are going to be superior games. Yeah, and I think another another ancillary bonus to this is that these games are pausable. Yes. Like, like uh, Forgot but, we had to get to that, yes. Uh, a lot of our casual gamers have families... And don't always have uninterrupted. I need to be able to pause my game. Right. I think that I, I think there's got to be a way. Yeah. Take me out of the game for. I, I mean, there's got to be a way to pull me out. The hugest, so the hugest problem, and I, I, I know, I know. Last month, I said Fallout seventy six was a pick up and play game for different reasons. No, I think it was a game recommendation. Yeah, I think you give it as a recommendation. Yeah, but Oof. one of the problems that's aging well, right? <laughs> one of the problems with games like Fallout is that you can't pause. And I mean, I even deal with this. My wife, I'm playing Fallout. My wife asked me to do something. Like I got, I got to be like hold on and like run to like a corner or a safe spot or or travel back to my my camp where I'm surrounded by gun turrets. Yeah. Before I can walk away from the game because you you literally just leave your character in an open world, you know, un, unguarded. Right. You know what I mean? And with a lot of these online games, that is the reality. So being able to simply being able to do something as simple as pause a game, we are losing in this next generation of gaming. And for the casual gamer who doesn't have uninterrupted gaming time, that's essential. Oh, it it, it 100% is because I think the issue I run into all the time is I'm constantly trying to play games while my baby is asleep. And so, and like, that ends at a random point. Right. You know what I mean? When the baby wakes up, the baby wakes up. You know what I mean? So I never play Fallout while my baby is asleep because I can't pause the game. And so you can't go on a mission or anything like that because if I'm in the middle of a mission, my baby starts crying because she's awake or something happened. You just then, gotta leave the character. Then I gotta leave my character yeah. in the middle of nowhere and cut it off. You know what I mean? And so uh, I always am looking for a quick, easy game. Like, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re start replaying Oddworld because Bro, I think Oddworld's gonna be a great game. It's a game. perfect game to play while my baby is asleep, but I only have an hour or an hour and fifteen minutes that, that can end at any moment. And I need to be able to pause the game. Like right now, that's why I started playing um, Last of Us. But Last of Us is scary. You don't want to go down to your basement and play it. Yeah, so night. Oh my god. So like Oddworld's not scary. So you can go play Oddworld in your basement by yourself and not get creeped out. But there's got to be a way to make. Because essentially what we're tapping into is these online multiplayer games are the ones that are the culprits here. 
Like, you can't pause Fallout. You can't pause Anthem. You can't pause this, that. Because you're in a sandbox with other people. Right. And pausing would require... Them taking you out of, off the server really quickly. Maybe. Yeah, right. But I wonder if there's... Take me off a fucking server. I wonder if there's a way to just ghost my character. If I hit pause, can't you just... I'm no longer part of the game. Like any, but it's unfair. Any awards, any any accolades, any whatever, I can't gain any of that while I'm paused. But, so what if you're in the middle of a boss battle with three other people on the server... And you just ghost during the whole boss battle and then come in at the end. Then I you don't get credit to beat, for beating the boss. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like. I, and the server has to the server has to pick all that up. And I don't know and, that I have an answer. I just think there's got to be a way to. I kind of, I kind of don't hate his ghosting idea. Though. Like, there's got to, there's got to be some, or just pull me out, pull me out. They can't pull you out. <laughs> there's got to be a can't way. They pull you out the servers that fast. Same reason they they could if they pull you out the server, they got to put you somewhere. Listen. I'm not saying I have the answer. I'm just saying there's gotta be there's gotta be something. I think I, I don't, there's gotta be something. I don't hate the ghosting idea. How many kids across America need to pause the game because their mom is calling for dinner they yeah. and they back, can't pause because they they're in the middle pause. of Apex and they gotta These, like what do you do for the first problem to fucking playing Apex? Whatever. <laughs> My point is that pausing should not be uh, 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 an afterthought. Like it's actually an essential. To it's to essential do. to us, which is why we're, I get it. But we're on the same page. Yes, uh, yeah. we're all saying. I didn't. I didn't get a pause so I can answer the door when you come over, <laughs> or you know, so I can come go cook dinner, or like you know, it's, it's like a little bit of inside baseball. Jay was playing Anthem today, and while we're all getting together to do the pod, and he could not pause to answer the door when Brandon got to the house because he was playing Anthem. <laughs> I just feel like this is a critical failure of games. I agree. You gotta be able to pause. Yeah, y'all, like, y'all are talking like we just discovered gold. Like, I, but it, it, the more we talk about it, the more I realize it is actually like, problem. When you can't, when you can't go answer the door and get your pizza, because you're literally telling me I can't move from this. You seat. can't move. You're locked in. Yeah. They can't develop some type of system. I don't appreciate where it. you can temporarily ghost, ghost me or freeze me. Ghost or, the fuck so, like, out The of other me. thing is, how long do you let someone ghost? Right, like if the mission's moving on, you're staying in an area that is no longer being used, right? So the server's moving on from. Well, that. if you're really in a sandbox, the whole area is being used. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's always there. That's true. I mean, I, I, there's got to be a way. There's got to be. Mean, way. I think every. Um, I think every game has to be unique, and every every solution has to be unique to that that game. But like this idea that like you're stuck in a game until you finish a mission, you can get back to a safe zone. Every single time you cut it on, like I literally don't play Fallout because of that. Yeah, I just don't it makes because Fallout you can't. Hard. Not only that, not only that, but like Fallout fucking kicks you off the server so if you don't right. move for like yeah. five minutes. Yeah, if you, if you stand in your own camp too long, you die. Yes, you die of starvation. You can die, what? And, and dehydration. You die of starvation and dehydration, and or the server kicks you off. That's not fun to me. <laughs> I think so. I think first off, I think they actually tone that down. I don't think you can die of starvation, dehydration anymore. But you do, you do take a huge health hit. Yeah. If you stay in your camp too long. But in the, when it first came out about six months ago, you would just die. That's I would. You would come good. back, and your character would be. Dead. Or or for some idiot can run minutes. up and bust you upside. Why you sitting in your character? Because you're in the kitchen making a bologna sandwich. <laughs> What is this? Is a critical flaw. I can fucking pause my game. Like the more I talk about, it, the more I'm gonna get heated. I'm like so fucking pissed because I can't fucking move. 
goes my goddamn door. Yeah. I'm glued to my seat. My wife is yelling at me. You know, you know what's so tilting when you're playing a game like that and you gotta go pee, and like you're like you're like I just want to fucking get through this. I'm yeah, ready to die. I'm ready I need to, to go pee. Yeah. I've gotten the question many times. Can't you just pause it? Yep. And it sends me to a. Ri- I'm like, how many times I have to explain? Yeah, I'm online. I can't. How many times? You sound, like that, that you sound like that crazy guy in the basement. I can't pause the game. You sound that crazy. She doesn't understand. She's you like, sound crazy. And her thing is, in her in her defense, I've been pausing games for years. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I can't pause games kidding. anymore. And occasionally, you do have games that right. Pause. <laughs> so she's oh, like, so oh, all of a sudden oh, now oh, you can't pause the oh, games. You can pause this <laughs> now. You can pause because she's here. It's like, listen, is that dude who's over here? I'm just saying, it's like, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. So, to that point. Right, to um, that point. Uh, what are, what are, can you, can you, can you provide the listeners some games that are A, really fun, and B, pauseable? Pauseable. Uh, the first two Tomb Raiders were fully pauseable and sort locally, so that you, they could always run in the background. The first two Tomb Raiders, not Tomb Raider 3, though. Yeah, not too much. I think, um, yeah, not too much. I think Spider Man. Spider Man is possible. It is definitely possible. The two Storm games of the year: God of War, God of War. and the runner-up, Red Dead Redemption. Yep, Red Dead. Red Dead is like is. Probably the number one game you can get that's possible in store locally. I'm so glad it's possible, yeah, Bruh. Yeah. Right? Like, I was... I, I mean, I'm like, so you can literally be in the middle of a combat. Like, it's so I was, weird now to have, be I able to pause. I was mid-cutscene today before Brian came over, and I paused it. Yeah. Literally, stop the cutscene. Yeah. I was stop like, this scene. is how it always should this be. This is how it should yeah, be. How life should always be. should be. In fact, I always have to remind myself now when I'm playing those games, you can pause it yeah, and walk fine. away. It's fine. It's walk away. Yeah. walk away. You can do whatever you need to do. Um, um, I'm playing course, Last of Us. Of course, and that's yeah. Possible. Last of Us, Odd World. Um, anything else that you guys want to recommend? Just and this is a short list, guys. This is a short list of games that you can go out and buy right now. That a we think are really fun. These are our recommendations. Games you've heard of us talk about before. B some of these are our great pick up and play games. Need for Speed. Um, yeah, Payback. Need for Speed. Uh, we talked about that in the earlier episode. Um, but all of these will help you manage your time, specifically just manage your time around playing video games. Uh, you have an hour, you're not going to spend 10 minutes of that hour getting to the game. You need to pause, you can pause. You need, you want to be able to come back to that game and jump right into it, you can do that with all of these games. This is a huge tip from Brandon. I love the tip, and I think it's a great tip and something that all of our uh, gamers should be looking out for. Yeah, because you're uh, not fitting your game. life around the game. The game is fitting to your life. Right. And when you're a casual gamer, that's what you need. You need a game that's going to fit into your life. You're not you're not jamming yourself into this game. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess what I would add to that is if it's a if you know you're buying an online multiplayer game, just know that you can't pause it. Right, and and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make sure when you do play a game like Brandon said, you're not playing it during times where you can get pulled away from the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, before we wrap up the show, I just want to go around the room talk about what we're playing really quickly, and then uh, we will call it a day. Uh, I am currently playing Borderlands Two from the Handsome Collection. Uh, for all you guys who know Borderlands, nothing new. I'm just getting back into it, having a good time shooting some things up. It's also possible, so I like it. Paul's able. What made you pick it up? So, uh, I actually talked to a friend of ours, Chad, um, when my brother and I went on a trip. He's playing Borderlands. Um, one of the things that I love 
Uh, I love about Borderlands is that it is a local multiplayer. So it had split-screen multiplayer playability. Oh, that is so rare. Yeah. It's extremely that is rare. So rare. Yeah, split-screen multiplayer, yeah. local? Yeah. I'm going to make a video game and just call it script, please. Gears 5 might be the only modern game yeah. that has it, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Gears 4, or are you saying the, the upcoming install? Oh, I keep thinking Gears 5 already happened. So Gears 4, yeah. Is, yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, it's more than two players. So, like, when you guys come over, um, next time we, we, we record a podcast, Ooh. I want to play. We can play in my room, and uh, I'm going to have the new controller by then. So, I have three controllers, and we can all play board on <laughs> That's literally why I got it. Fuck like for kids again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you come to my house, we can play Smith Grade. Yeah, we can play Smith Grade. I'm going to have Hot Pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. And pizza rolls. Yeah. I am really looking forward to that. Yeah, exactly. So. Split screen. Ooh! <laughs> I, I, like, guys, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Brandon, what are you playing right now? I'm not playing a split screen Borderlands game. <laughs> not, are you? Yeah. Oh, and Borderlands 3 is coming out um, in 2020. Feel that uh, in my loins. <laughs> okay. How are your loins doing, Jack? Great. Yeah. Why are you side. talking to him about your loins? <laughs> Nearly tasty. Why would you tell him about your loins? <laughs> It's disgusting. I'm playing <laughs> the last of us. I'm playing the remastered version of The Last of Us on PS4. Uh, me and Jay played the 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 original version of The Last of Us uh, on PS3 when it came out in 2014. Whenever, yeah, it was a great game. It was a great game. It's a zombie. It's a zombie game. It's not. It's, you don't have to say much else about it. It's a zombie game. Um, if you if you play video games, even casually, <laughs> then you know about Last of Us. And if you don't, if you've never heard of it, and you're it. in the you're into The Walking Dead. It is a video game version of The Walking Dead. I know Walking Dead has a video game. And it's, if you want to play a Walking Dead game, play Last of Us. Yeah, if you want to be a zombie game, you mean, or play a Walking Dead game? Yeah, that's what yeah, you're saying. If you want to play a Walking Dead game, play Last of Us. Play Last of Us. If you yes. like Walking Dead, if you like zombies, and you never heard of this game, play Last of Us. It is a don't play Walking Dead. Third person. It's not a shooter. It's it's a story based game. Um, it is very fun. It's creepy at times. It has some RPG elements. RPG elements, absolutely. Some crafting. Um, uh, it's it's just interesting. I picked it up because uh, I loved the series when we played it, and I wanted something simple that I understood and, and that the crows the controls weren't super complex. Um, the controls aren't easy to take a little bit of learning, but just no more than any other standard RPG. Um, and it's awesome. Uh, it's it's remastered, but it still looks like a game that was built that was made six to ten years ago, yeah. or however long it's yeah, been. Yeah, it's, it's still it's still a whole ton of fun. I'm playing it. I'm trying to roll credits on it really soon. Um, but I, yeah, definitely it's a great game, phenomenal game. Jay, what are you what are you getting into? Uh, not much. Um, <laughs> Admittedly, so I I'm not playing anything on consoles, but there is one game I'm dabbling with on my phone called Dash Quest Heroes and it is a endless runner RPG action adventure mobile game. Um, the reason I like it is because it's an endless runner like all endless runners with some Zelda flair yeah. and flavor to it. Um, nine words there. It's very simple in the sense that all you're doing is you're, you you make your character, you can upgrade the character throughout the game, pick your elements in RPG, different combos, different weapons, different effects those things have. Uh, you're 
mission is simple. You're fighting against goblins to rescue the villagers. So at the end of every level, you fight the goblin boss and you keep moving on. So super simple, super straightforward. When you're on the go, you fire up dash quest heroes. When you're in the middle of a meeting you don't care about, you fire up dash quest heroes. When you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when you're in between, you know, meetings in the hallway, you fire up dash quest heroes. Super quick, fun, easy. Um, and then I'm waiting to see what the fall is shaping up to be before I jump into another console heavy game. Yeah. I think honestly, so nothing on a console right I now? think honestly, Anthem took the wind out of my sails. Mm. Like I think that's where all this has led to for consoles. Say more about that because Anthem was positioned to be a really big triple a title game that had some substance to it the cataclysm was supposed to come at a certain point in time and it it didn't a lot of elements and updates were supposed to come at a certain point in time and it didn't um a lot of people lost interest in it i felt the letdown for that Um, game for sure i mean i mean i so admittedly i jumped back in today just to see what was going on a lot of little new changes little tweaks here and there but you know, still looking for the, I guess the big, the depth to it that I thought we were going to have by now. And yeah. it just hadn't, it still hasn't quite gotten there yet for me uh, without getting into all the granular details of what those elements are. So I, at this point, I think it's definitely going to be a passive, you know, experience. I'll, I'll, I will casually turn it on <laughs> uh, and quickly turn it off when I'm done and not worry about it and at some point probably very soon they're going to announce Anthem 2 oh you I'm know? the most sure and that. that's going to be the one that everybody's going to yeah, get off look, and, and, look, and that's going to have so much fucking hype about yeah. it I, I think I think we kind of fucked up on Anthem and I think we, we all learned a, a valuable lesson earlier yeah. this year because I think we this is this is this is one that that taught us squarely and solely not to get caught up in the early hype. Yep. You know, we got we got super caught up in trailers and and sneak previews. I mean, and those trailers are good though. And promises and this, that, and <laughs> those, the other. Guys, those trailers look really real good. good. And then when we got the game, we played it and we were like, oh, this is good. And it's then we bad. played it and then we were like, huh. huh. And then you play it and you're like, I don't think this is any good. And we, it was never the gameplay. It for me it was always the why Fort Tarsus? And I don't want to get too deep into it, but it was always just like <laughs> this is slippery my... slope, Jay. We I know, did, I know. We I know. Make a whole other hour. It was never the gameplay. The gameplay is always solid. Even today, I was like, this gameplay is actually really good. I'm missing. I thought the combat system was great. I'm missing the connection to the to the world itself. And where are my character? Where are my? Where are the people? The reason I love Mass Effect so much is that you have good gameplay mixed in a inside of a beautiful in a world, world. Yeah. and i'm like and the story is so rich and it's there and i'm like this is this is great storytelling yeah like anthem was just how fast can we get you back into the sandbox yeah and 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 then it's just at, at that point it's just a lot of the same combat over and over and then and then you don't you lose touch you lost touch of can i pause you guys real quick ign gave joker a 10 out of 10. yeah we'll, we'll talk about that we'll one level about four next week next week all right go ahead um but yeah we you lost track of the story and when you lose track of the story you lose track of your of your grip onto the game right 
And then everything from there, after you lose track of your grip, then everything just becomes a repeated battle session. Right, yeah, exactly. And, and when it's just that, that is when you lose interest. That's because it's like, why am I going back? Mm-hmm. One battle session is just like the next. That's my problem. And there's no, it there's got, no, got real repetitive after yeah, a while. Yeah. Because you have no story to ground your interest into. Why am I doing this battle session? Yeah. Why am I going to go get this checkpoint or, or protect these people? Yeah. Because you have no connection to the story and they lost all that because they got rid of all that stuff inside of Fort Harris's and or they never developed it in the first place. Um, yeah, and like we're we're in the weeds on this. I, I get it, but I I think it is important to recognize how a game can turn you off to games in general. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean I think a lot of casual gamers experience that because they do get excited for something. Yeah. And yeah. they do take time out of their day to, to play it and they invest a lot of interest into it. They put some money into it. And then when that game lets them down, it's just like, okay, why am I even doing why this? Why am I doing this? You know, yeah. I can find joy somewhere else. I don't have to be let down for a video game. What the fuck right. is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Then and, you stop playing. Yeah. And so when you when you tell me you're not really playing anything right now, I mean, one, it, it's a little bit of a gaming hole right now. We're in that weird part of the season before the holidays. I think no the holidays one, will be where no one puts anything yeah, out right now. I'll be back. And that and that and that and that's true. Yeah. But still like my heart was broken by Anthem. I know yours was. I mean, yeah. We had a lot of anticipation. Yeah. That was supposed to be the game it. to ride us through the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> when we mapped remember we mapped out our year in the beginning of the year yeah. and it was like when Anthem hits, we, we were trying to clear our libraries right. yeah. so we, we could play, play so much Anthem. Yeah. And we started playing, and we're just like... Yeah, and that's why we don't have Division right now. Division 2. That is why we don't that's have That's why Division. we turned around and went back to 2018 and started playing those greatest hits. Yep. Yeah. It's because know. like we're tired of being burned. Because we got burned by Division. These AAA titles that are that was selling up to an engine-generated uh, trailer. CSEs. Yep. Fallout to a certain extent. Yeah. Let's go. You're right. Fallout. Exactly. The list you know? Let's go. The list does go on. So... No, I like I believe that you're not playing anything right now. No, like, what, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm looking forward to um, whatever what's coming down for the holiday season, which we'll cover in another show. But I think for now, I'm gonna just keep looking at my mobile game lineup. Like we talked about Mario Kart, kind of excited about that. All right, yeah, I would love to hear your review of Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. That's yeah. gonna be that. I think that's gonna be where I'm. I, I, my, I have. I'm very hesitant though, and I know we talked about it, but I'm gonna say again: Mario Run left a bad taste in my mouth. I liked Mario Run, but you know, I think Mario Kart's gonna be different. We'll see. But, you we'll know, see. that's the that's the hopeful the anthem buyer in me. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't learn our lessons. Oh, God. We give all them right. all out. We don't learn them. All right, guys. Um, please make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LCGPod. Always find us on Facebook at League of Casual Gamers. If you like what we're doing and you want to support the pod by becoming a leaguer, you can find us on our Patreon at League of Casual Gamers. And if you do nothing else, you can find us on all the major platforms for your podcast. If you want me, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Give us a dollar. That fifth star. Thanks, and we'll see you guys next week.